To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Another one of the big policy announcements, um, you've got to ask whether it actually goes anywhere. Grant Robertson is saying it's not going to be possible to make big promises this election. This is a message for all parties in this election. It's not going to be possible to make big promises. We're already in a difficult situation for many New Zealanders. We're trying to support them through. Globally, the economy is starting to deteriorate further. But the Greens, they want free dental care, of course, and a wealth tax will pay for it. James Shaw's with us. Very good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Mike. How much does a wealth tax raise? Uh, well, by the time it's fully up and running, we think about 14 to $15 billion a year. Having said that, you know, there's not great data about that, but that's a that's a fairly conservative estimate. More than enough to pay for your dental care, which I think came, what did it come in at, one, 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 four, one, five, something like that? Yes, that's right. Does I mean, that the, cover me and you? Yes, it does. Why? It does, but on, only for basic dental care. Well, for the, same, for the same reason that you and I also get free care at a hospital, Mike. I mean, it is only for the basics, right? So it covers things like, you know, an annual checkup, cleaning, um, you know, your basic fillings and sealants and so on and so forth. We do want to ramp it up over time to, um, you know, the more kind of secondary care, but it won't involve things like whitening or other cosmetic work. How much of dentistry really do you think is about just pure cost? Because if you look after your teeth, in terms of brushing regularly, and you go once a year, maybe twice a year for a checkup, which is $120, $130, it's not actually that inhibitive. Well, it is for people who can't afford to put food on the table right now. Well, so yeah, we of, have... of, of course. At that end, of course, everything's expensive at that end. But for the yeah. vast majority of people, it's more a psychology, isn't it? They don't like the dentist, therefore they find an excuse not to go. And then one of the easiest excuses you can make is, oh, it's too expensive, which it isn't. No, the... The, the way to test that would be to look at what other countries in the OECD, so other comparator economies to ours do. We have the highest levels of unmet care in the OECD that correlates to also the most expensive care in the OECD. So we, we do have something like 70% of adults put off going to the dentist because of the cost. 40% leave it until it's way too late. And then, of course, that cost ends up getting carried anyway because by the time it's too late, the care is at that point ex- exceedingly expensive. Having said what you just said, is there something in your policy that addresses the expense? If we are one of the most expensive in the OECD, why are we putting up with that? Well, because it's an almost entirely privately delivered model. So we, again, we're one of the only countries in the OECD that doesn't have a public dental health service. Uh, and so most of the most of the others kind of cover that as part of their health system. I'll, I'll give you a, 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 a comparison, right? So roughly we spend about 2% of our total healthcare budget on dental. In most other OECD countries, the average is about 10%. Mm. And so they, they basically deliver it through the, through the public um, yep. healthcare system. Problem is, and you know what I'm going to raise here politically, is your, 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 your mates in Labor don't want it. They're not going to do it. You don't have a bottom line. So essentially this is going nowhere. I disagree with you, Mike. As I've said before on your show, you know that if people want this... Oh, of course. Uh, if everyone votes for you and you get to be the government, of course. But that isn't going to happen. As much as you would like it to happen, James, it isn't going to happen. It's a coalition, Mike. And the larger part of that coalition that we are, the more ability that we will have to be able to negotiate these things. That's the wonder and the beauty of mixed member proportional representation, Mike, is that mm-hmm. the voters actually get a say in this. And, and I don't think that... 
other political party leaders are able to roll in or roll out exactly what's going to happen after the election because that's up to the voters. All right. Good to talk to you as always, James Shaw. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.